Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Why do I wake up one morning in a completely contrasting state to the one I was in the day before? Day one. <sighs> Tough going. I think the minute you stand still is the minute you're dead. Day two, um, 48 hours done now. Uh, three full days down, 72 hours in. Four full days in. Doesn't matter, just keep driving forward. Day five, uh, our five days done. Maybe it's been bred into me, but I've always had a, a curiosity to, to explore the world. Day 56, eight weeks done and dusted. Mood is good, spirits are high. Day 43, done and dusted. Day 32, done and dusted. Anything and everything is, is achievable. Yeah, this is going to be fucking epic, man. This is only 24 hours in, and um, yeah, it's tough. My name is Damien Brown, and welcome to Deep Roots. And welcome back to episode 10 in the story of my solo and unsupported row across the Atlantic. Last week I left it off on the day, on day 19, um, today I'm picking it up on day 24 because, well, in ocean rowing you are advised, you are told, you are drilled with the message, um, you have to bring spares, spares for everything, doubles, triple, backup parts so like every screw and bolt and washer has a triple you have all your wiring fuses uh, ores obviously which i've already delved into um you know you have basically everything has a backup and if that backup has another backup at least so i as i discussed on this at the very start i was really um full of um drive and motivation to share my journey and had you know with the help of um, my sponsor Dirk and Cronkrete in New York I had purchased the began the broadband uplink I had brought um two phones 
I uh, had deleted um, all my uh, apps, literally every app apart from Gmail, because uh, I was getting my weather routing sent through that, WhatsApp, and uh, um, began app itself to link the phone to the unit or the terminal. And then on WhatsApp, I had gone through every one of my contacts and blocked everyone from sending me messages because the minute I linked the phone to the unit and the unit connected to the satellite and I had um, broadband, if I started getting messages through and like uh, pictures and that would have just eaten all that data that, you know, um, that we'd brought with us, which was the last. So I'd gone through everything and just had like about whatever, a handful of contacts that I could text. But basically it was family and um, Owen who was doing my social media and then, you know, Justin, my boat builder and leaving my weather router uh, and then a few close friends and family. So you know, I'd gone, I'd gone to that effort with the phones and then also I had brought a load of charging cables, four actually, thinking that would be plenty. Um, I was very wrong because the four of them broke in this period, all between day 19 and day 24, one after another in very quick uh, succession, bang, 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 gone, gone, gone. Um, I eventually, after a lot of... Um, fucking around I eventually uh, remedied one of them because I saw I noticed that the one of the issues might have been that there was this kind of green I want to say rust or I don't know if it was a rust like a hard kind of um, oh, substance had formed on the nodes you know the node the connection uh, the head connecting the charger to the phone so I just got stuck into that and with the hope that it would remedy the um or would kind of um help or help it would fix the charger and took a couple of days but eventually um during my breaks I'd get stuck into it and try and scrape off into the real corners of the nose because it was it was quite thick on there uh, and eventually it actually started working again and I was able to get a charge into the phone and then I was able to make this video of um, day, on day 24. And we're back, day 24. Um, I thought uh, I thought my video messages were finished. To be honest with you, I had some serious problems with uh, iPhone charging cables. Uh, brought four of them, and they all broke within uh, basically three or four days. Um, but thanks to trusty Stanley knife, uh, I was able to remedy one of them, and I uh, got a bit of charge into my phone. So um, yeah, it's great. You'll have to bear with me for another little while. Uh, I can get a couple of hopefully a couple more. Um, uh, video messages out to you on thing updates on how it's going out here um one thing i'm learning uh learning very quickly to be honest uh, or learned was that uh, everything seems to break in ocean rowing so um i don't know how long more uh, the phone or uh, the cables will last but um uh, here's hoping it'll 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 be uh, a few days more anyway so uh, an update on the last kind of I think it's been five days since I was uh, I was able to send the the last message. Um, the days have been real similar. The the conditions very similar each day, and I've just been trying to um, you know do about ten or eleven hours on the oars every day uh, and aim to get fifty miles done in the in the twenty four hours. I think I got there once, maybe twice. Um, 
it's uh, yeah, kind of getting a bit a bit more better. It's a bit more of um, you know just experience now, rowing with the oars and uh, uh, and picking kind of up um, the the nuances of that and and how to kind of be more efficient. So uh, that's helped me a little bit. Today's been a good day. I've kind of done twenty. 21 miles since uh, 8 o'clock this morning so hopefully I'll get close to 50 today um, yeah uh, the, the the highlight of those last few days was definitely yesterday hopping in the water for uh, for a swim um, I am not much of a swimmer so to say I had reservations about doing that was uh, is an understatement but uh, yeah definitely uh, a really really amazing experience um, Felt real, obviously, after 23 days, no wash, nothing. Felt pretty crap about myself, uh, you know, uh, starting to get all sorts of sores everywhere. So to be able to get in the water and uh, uh, it's so refreshing and it was so blue. And uh, yeah, to look underneath you and think that like there's literally miles until the bottom is <laughs> pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, no, that was that was uh, something I'll be doing a lot more of. Um, you know, it's getting really hot now during the day, so it's a nice little thing to hop in and out. Uh, and uh, yeah, it breaks up the monotony of just rowing, 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 and uh, you know, uh, without a phone for the last few days, I uh, haven't even had the the luxury of a little bit of music, which is which is about the only luxury I have on here. So you're constantly just in your own head. But um, yeah, all good, huh? Um, yeah, the spirits are good, the body's pretty good, um, and uh, listen, you won't hear me complaining too much because, um, uh, yeah, you're just setting, setting into a weak mindset the minute you start complaining, so um, yeah, let's keep our lit, huh? When I think back about the 20s, kind of overview or globally, honestly, I remember fuck all of the the 10 days um, and if I try and think about day 20 or day 19 from when I switched off the phone and talked about Quina and uh, AIS and been disconcerted um, about that um, to picking up the phone again and making that video you just listened to honestly I don't remember a thing I mean, not a thing. That video that you just listened to tells me the conditions are great because how I hit 50 miles twice uh, without steering, considering um, my average ended up being f about 45 miles a day. So, um, and I really struggled after losing my steering to be hitting 50 miles. So to hear I hit it once or twice in those few days is great. Or sorry, it just tells me that the conditions were really good and consistent. But the overall, one thing that does stand out when the overall view of the 20s, um, when I think about them broadly, if I didn't look at any of these videos, is that I swam. That was the first time I dove into the water because that was a tumultuous experience. I, w I don't want to say terrifying. It wasn't terrifying, but it was nerve-wracking would probably be the best way to describe it. The, the one is what's coming up for me now, anyway, thinking back to that time. Why? Because I can't swim. Now, this causes people, people can't get over this when uh, 
I mention it in whatever podcasts or talks that I do. Um, but you know, I wasn't go- I wasn't going to swim the Atlantic. I had no intention of ever swimming any part of the Atlantic. I was going to row it. Um, and I I think just having that weakness just sharpened my mind and made me even more vigilant and diligent in, in, in what I did and how I moved around because like I've no fucking debt wish I've I'm 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 not there to dice with debt far from it I'm there to experience life right at the edges I'm there to push myself into places and situations experiences and states that I've never had the experience in before or I hope that happens anyway and I try and push back to those places and I know I'm going to be pushed by mother nature and fuck me was I pushed on this but generally um you know I it's it's far it's the absolute opposite of having a death wish um so you know not been a great and, and I say I can't swim like I can swim a tiny bit I can swim about 15 20 meters and then I can then I sink very quickly um so yeah so sitting on the gunnel which is the side part of the boat and um about to make that plunge was yeah was 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 nerve-wracking so much so that I checked every um, connection numerous times. I checked my harness uh, and its um, D loops. You know the where you loop back on and lock in the the tightness of the harness. So I I, I don't know if I ever mentioned this before, but I was wearing a, a climbing harness with the legs cut off. So a climbing harness, you have um, little connections to kind of about a third of the way down your tie um, to leg loops, and I cut all the both of those leg loops off and just had the the waist. Um, part of the climbing harness so uh, on that then there's um, really like it's a really strong obviously for for what they're intended you know so then I had these things called d-loops that um, that uh, can lock in uh, when you reverse back on itself with the close the d basically so I checked that um, and then I had a line from the harness into down the side of the boat there's things called grab lines um and then i clipped in a line a three-pointed line so one point into my one point of contact into my harness and two into grab lines um and eventually i i yeah eventually i was able to pluck up the courage to just slide myself off and plunge into the water below and my first impression was now i had been in the water obviously on day 14 but this was now by my own will and intention um, and my first impression of the water was how blue it was it was like just electric blue um, that's that's what's coming up anyway is that that description it was like bright kind of almost with the light shining because it was quite a sunny day and it was decently calm it was the first day I felt like I could get in anyway with the light penetrating the surface and then the way um that kind of illuminated underneath the surface and it was like almost like a an electric like an electricity in the in the water um and then second observation that came pretty quickly is that i was getting pulled along by the boat so the boat kept moving the boat was moving um 
with the currents and with the winds it was chugging along slowly uh, even without me uh, rowing and then um, the line the three-point line had kind of extended and to its limits and then it was kind of pulling me by the waist almost like uh, I want to say bouncing me along or dragging me like with a kind of bouncing motion uh, and I was like all right uh, so then I swam whatever that was like I mean it was the line was only a couple of meters two meters two and a half meters long so I swam in and grabbed the uh, grab lines and then just hung on to the boat for a while and the reason I'd got in and it wasn't to have a wash the reason I got in was to clean the hull so you are um you know in ocean rowing um one of the things that you are informed about before a, a endeavor before a crossing an expedition is that um, you're going to get these little ecosystems that attach themselves to the bottom of the boat um, and they slow you down massively like they can even take if there's a little bit on there they can actually take a knot off your speed so um, when you're only doing you know three knots um, you know if you can uh, if one if if it's down to two because there's a few little fucking crustaceans on the bottom of their boat, well you're going to get in there pretty quickly and knock them off, you know, because that's a you know a huge drag, obviously. So basically, they say get in after about ten days to fourteen days, first time, and then you want to be getting in regularly every seven days. But I, you know, I didn't feel any. There was no way I was getting in anywhere near that water until I felt safe. And there was no fucking chance in hell I felt safe between day 9 and day 17 was the first day that you probably could have got in. Um, but the thing about 17 was I was fighting a bloody a losing battle with my steering system so that I was otherwise otherwise occupied. So I uh, eventually, anyway, I don't know what happened, as I said, between 19 after that and uh, 23, but day 24 I got in. That was obviously the first day I felt safe getting in and uh, expecting then, you know, from the ocean rowing um, perspective, the community or the people who, you know, advise you around this sort of stuff, expecting to see this fucking jungle attached to the bottom of my boat and... Uh, yeah, no, it was grand. There was hardly anything there. There was um, a few little treads of algae or, you know, green um, seaweed that had uh, attached on. But, I mean, you know, there was... I, I went round the whole boat, so kind of clipping in and clipping out of grab lines because they kind of... Um, they are separated, you know, they go in and out of the boat. So that means I, I always had one point of contact, even when I was... Hence the three points... You know, I also won't put in contact. So I went round the whole way doing that and just scraping off um, whatever I saw, which was was just hardly anything. And just kind of enjoying the experience, enjoying the relief and the thrill of being in the water and been kind of having that different uh, sensation, you know, on my skin, not, well, not any material, not wind, not sun, but something different it was very refreshing. Then I had to get out. One of my big fears about getting in was getting out. So I actually, you know, speaking of things you buy and to put on an ocean rowing boat, and I, I'd never heard anyone buying this, but because it was a solo, there was nobody there to help me. If my if I knew I had to get in, I had to get out. And I'd never tried it in training to just, you know, hop in over the side and hop out because of fear and lack of um, swimming skills. So what I brought was a little ladder, a little three-step um, 
ladder that they put on the back of like speedboats i think for people getting in and out you know um uh, water skiers or people who go out and on the donuts or whatever so i bought that i found it on a an online marine uh chandlery and bought that brought it with me i was like embarrassed because i knew i was at the start i was pretty embarrassed because i like i didn't want anyone really to see it because uh, i knew like nobody had advised me and people told me you can get you get in and out of those boats no problem but i just I wasn't taking any chances so I kept it stowed away in the in the forward cabin and uh and I came out this time for my first so I swung it over actually one of the oars rather than the gunnel because um you can store the oars on the way and um, sea saber and Justin Adkin makes his boats he has this lovely like system for storing them when you're not rowing and you're only taking a break you know where you can put the handle back in a a loop and then they just stay in the oarlock so you don't have to take them out you don't have that whole rigmarole of you know opening up the gate and storing the oars and all that so it's it's just really handy so maybe a bit lazy of me not to have uh, taken the oar out of that and put it uh, and stored it where you know it'd be safer but i was like whatever so i just threw the the loot that there's a kind of two um, loops at their semi loops at the top of the ladder so I threw that on top of the oar and um, and it kind of hit the water just about but it was something for me to to pull up off uh, so that was now was my time to use that and yeah listen it, it was fine it worked grand clumsily enough I I, I managed to um, mount the ladder and get back in uh, I think I went in again now after that the same day like just to you know because i that was the process then i felt safe or whatever but um what i did do uh what i noticed then a couple of days later looking at the oars i and I, it was it was really stupid when thinking back but i actually did bend a tiny bit of the um oh there's a big pin that attaches the gate to the gunnel what is that thing called really thick thing and i remember looking at it a few days later seeing it was slightly bent and thinking it was the at the time the my immediate thought was it was the you know a big storm had obviously bent it but no it was my fat ass um my 130 kilos or what that's what i was at the start anyway i'm sure it lost a bit at this stage um but it was me pulling myself back up and i never used that ladder again um uh, because it was just it was it wasn't needed i i figured out that um it actually was easier to take out the oar uh and um pull myself up but just like kind of push myself up from the gunnel it's actually grand you just bob down a two tie two two or three times and on the third kind of the the momentum of the pushback from the sea will pop you up and it's it's really easy it was really easy to get in and out but yeah just a lack of trust of what people were telling me and and the, the fact that like if that hadn't of if it hadn't have been the truth or if i hadn't have been able to get back in um to the the boat it would have been fucking disastrous so i wasn't taking that chance hence the the speedboat ladder so that was that was the the main experience of well this day anyway as i say in that video was it was the highlight um getting back in and um giving myself uh yeah a wash and um you know getting that pick me up from having 24 days of 
staleness nearly and you know and I even mentioned there there was a few the sores as well um, which we'll hear a lot more about um, so that evening then I made a shorter video just uh, a little bit more um, reflective so this was a day of double videos and uh, I was lying in the cabin and um, and these were my thoughts enjoy so that's the end of uh, our going into night 24 um, just a couple of thoughts that came into my head today um, one was um, about not kind of been in a uh, the thought process the, the fluidity or the um, the clarity of thought that I normally have when I travel because I'm not really escaped I've been watched all the time kind of been monitored from friends and family and then of course I've got like sat phones and begans and you know there's a, a slight kind of um, pressure on me to um, get a video back so uh, you're kind of thinking about those peripheral things and thinking about doing them and how to do them rather than kind of having that you know that beautiful kind of thought that comes which been been lost almost and the second one was just about breath you know I find that uh, you're never in um you're never in a, a you're always in a um, quite a shallow breath um, almost kind of because of the the heightened sense of concentration on like what's coming the water um, rowing the stroke um, the waves the wind the flags the um, cloud line um, I don't know you're quite uh, not tense but not on edge but it's like it's just such a you're so present in that like concentration that like you're not in a relaxed state I suppose because in a way it's you're you're surviving out here you know um, and if you were to relax um, maybe uh, yeah maybe it would be a bit detrimental so um, it's just that uh, just notice that like from time to time you know taking you know two or three deep breaths in a row is actually quite a chore or not a chore it's quite an uh, uh, undertaking so yeah that was it I just wanted to come on here and um, for my own personal stuff just just throw that out there or just um, document that alright I love travel and that love affair has been ongoing since my parents drove me up and down the the wild Atlantic way before it was ever even conceived of being called the wild Atlantic way it has grown from a trip to South Africa with mates going playing rugby and training for rugby as 19 year olds to my first solo trip to Budapest I was so embarrassed uh, no, I, was in, I was so reluctant to let people know that I was traveling alone I made up some story that my mate cancelled on me last minute and I was still going to go <laughs> 
Um, as a 22-year-old. Oh, God. And it, it yeah, and it, that, like, the joys or the rewards or the, the benefits of traveling have become clearer to me the more extreme I've done it. And in the last few years, you know, traveling around the globe to countries that aren't exactly on the um, lonely planet top 10 uh, must visit places has deepened and helped me kind of articulate and understand the real benefits of of travel. And, And one of them is freedom. The space and the freedom it allows me is beautiful and I'm not talking about the physical space the physical space gives me mental space the physical freedom of not being attached to anything be it a car or a meeting or a house or a rent gives me mental freedom and what that the state that that freedom and space um, promotes in my thoughts um, and brings up or what's the word what's the verb I'm looking for elevates in my thoughts is just it's beautiful the clarity and the perspective that it elevates and promotes is one of yeah one of my favorite things about traveling and when you think you're facing into an ocean row you think oh my fucking god i'm gonna have so much space and so much freedom Uh, but the truth was i didn't because i had these attachments i i wasn't lost in the world i wasn't roaming where literally like I've been in corners in the world. I remember walking down the street in a town in Western Tajikistan. No, yeah, right on the border with Uzbekistan. I can't remember the name of it now off the top of my head. And just laughing to myself, thinking nobody, nobody knows you are here. Nobody even knows that you, I think that you are in Tajikistan. Uh, and that what that I just I don't know why but I fucking loved that feeling and I remember it well um, as all these as the world went round about uh, as everyone went around their daily life and was just getting on with you know their um, what they had to do to to live trying to make a living trying to survive trying to feed their family trying to be happy uh, and then I'm just kind of walking through it all this fucking sticking out like a sore thumb two bags hanging off me i had an ipad that was trying to translate between a few different languages and i was pointing at people trying to find the um the local uh, meetup point for uh, shared taxis back to dushanbe (laughs) i love that um and i love that feeling i had of just been lost and roaming the world and, and nobody having a clue and no attachment but on the ocean rowing boat i did have attachments i had begans and i had sat phones and i had my phone and i had you know whatsapp when it came on so 
Um, I, and there was, like I said in that video, there was a slight pressure. Um, and I, you know, I don't, I'm not, I like, I put it on myself. You know, I'm not here trying to say, fuck, woe is me. Like, I'm just saying this was, the, this was what came up at this time. That there was a slight pressure to bring back, um, or to, to, um, to make a video and to send it back to own. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. Um, in its uh, how how it how it differed from my expectations, which is often uh, a disturbance, a mental disturbance, and the breath, the breath talk, and the heightened sense of concentration and how that presence of state kind of made it difficult to relax which is often a disturbance a mental disturbance so that was 24 done I was in great spirits I think I even said that in the first video didn't I <laughs> um, but bang 25 and not so great spirits this is an interesting happening this is an interesting i find this very interesting it's something i witness or try to witness and i'm trying to get real clarity and uncover how you can go from how our state fluctuates our kind of default state and what we um can be manipulated by so um, I might delve into it a little bit, but I'll, I'll play day 25 for ye first and then um, give ye that insight. And then we might chat a little bit about um, the, the words. Um, so here we go, day 25, enjoy. Uh, day 25. Today has been uh, oh, one of those days, uh, just really lacking in um, energy and enthusiasm, motivation. An hour on the oars seems like um, an hour on the oar seems forever. It's a strange one, isn't it? Like I, I, I refuse to let like things like tiredness and um, anything within my control uh, hinder me or get in my way. But I'm, you can't control everything. Sometimes I don't know for whatever reason you just have days like this, pretty shitty days or low days or. tracing back my thoughts to see if I stumbled on something that put me into kind of a, a negative or weak mindset but uh, can't really pinpoint anything and um, yeah it's just it's a part of me that thinks it's, it is mindset and that it's completely uh, 
within my own control and then there's parts of me that thinks um, that you should just forget <laughs> forget about it you know but I don't know I got on the oars and I just ground out kind of three and a half hours this morning and then two hours this afternoon and I've done a I've done an hour um, now this evening What's that? Six and a half hours that all. So I'd say it'll be a pretty crappy day in terms of mileage, but uh, uh, what can you do? Tomorrow's a new day and there's a long, 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 long way to go, but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's what day 25 has brought. It's seven o'clock now. Yeah, hopefully get another couple hours rowing. That's see uh, maybe work on the days just to have a little pick me up somewhere a phone call or read a letter or something all right all right that'll do why do i wake up one morning in a completely contrasting state to the one i was in the day before now this is pretty irregular for me, but it did happen quite a bit on the row. Now you, you could say, well, of course, of course it's going to happen. Like, I mean, is there any place you're going to have ups and downs, like something so extraordinary as rowing an ocean? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that. I, I kind of try and take um, each moment as it comes and um and then you know if it is a problem which these states are of you know low energy lack of enthusiasm negativity whatever you want to whatever other um terms you might want to put on it um that is a problem in terms of my output and i want then i'll want to find a solution and it was interesting i thought to hear myself kind of go through uh, and the analysis that I had been doing um, and to hear myself talking about tracing back because that is something that's worked really well for me in the past you know trace so when I found myself in a state um, uh, that is incoherent with my ambitions uh, something that is curtailing what I want to do or achieve or, uh, you know, my general default state, I will try and uncover what has led to that. And by tracing back experiences, thoughts, actions, words, reactions, I have often, with a brutal, honest filter, I have often uncovered things and then with that knowledge i've been able to with that information uh, i've been able to uh, introduce solutions so that doesn't happen again or i am more um, aware of it uh, as it's happening i'm not going to say i have all the answers here because i i fucking absolutely definitely not but what i have kind of come to what I've come to discover is that whenever I am not aligned with my values, the things I talked about way back in episode one, 
uh, my highest values, when I'm not aligned with my integrity, when I'm not aligned with my honesty, when I'm not aligned with responsibility, when I'm not aligned with courage, when I'm not aligned with authenticity, that's when down the line a few hours the state starts to change and there's a low vibrating frustration or anxiousness or annoyance and it comes out then it comes out it probably gets projected onto somebody else uh, before you know it in a small way or a big way and that's not something I want in my life I want super high levels of awareness and I want control which will give me control I don't want that those frustrations and annoyances and anger and in in the worst case scenario like rage or whatever it may be um, controlling me I want to be aware of them and I want to be the controller And I want that power. I want that information, which is power over yourself. So that's why I go searching uh, for a reason for the uh, state and a solution. And then if I can find that, you know, be it the way I acted or reacted, that wasn't aligned with my highest values. Um, And then I can put in a some sort of have some sort of solution. Um, And if I can find that, which I think was what I was trying to say in that video when I talked about being unsure if it was mindset or just forgetting, that's what I have to do. I have to uh, leave it at some point and just let it slide because it it will come up again. uh, And then maybe I will be able to retrace back to the, the reasoning, back to the experience, back to the thought, back to whatever maybe that that drove me um, through sequence of events into that state. So I'm going to sign off on that on that note. Uh, the day end of day twenty five, feeling a bit down and sorry for myself. The self pity was um, flowing a little bit um, this day for for a reason I didn't I didn't know. Um, and I don't know, we'll have to wait until day 26 to see if I found a solution. I had hoped to fit in day 26 today, to be honest with you, but there was more um, in these videos than I um, could remember. There was more bits of um, that needed sharing and needed um, context and needed expanding on and needed... Um, exploring so and day 26 is a is a long video actually so um it's probably my longest or one of my longest of the whole crossing and there's loads in that as well so we'll save that for uh, the next episode i hope you enjoyed that as usual i hope you're getting something from it um and if you have any questions don't hesitate to to get them to me you can go through damienbrown.com and you can go through social media at old underscore stock at a u l d underscore stock on Instagram or Damien Brown on Facebook, and just ping those. Um, yeah, just don't be afraid to direct message me there, um, and I will uh, get back to you guys. So, if you'd like to support the show, you can subscribe on wherever you get your 
favorite podcasts and um yeah rate and share share this with your friends share it on social media uh, if you're enjoying the story enjoying the journey and uh, like i said getting something from it so until um next time until episode 11 until day 26 keep striving for more from yourself cheers Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.